Welcome to Stories from the Midland, a collection of historic tales from Teller County and the surrounding areas. In today's episode, we join Trevor Phipps in our state's snowy backcountry as he tells us about Colorado's skiing mailman. This episode is written and is being presented for you by Trevor Phipps. Today, many take getting their mail on packages for granted. With the technology available now, mail-in packages can make their way across the country with much ease. People have grown accustomed to receiving packages without any problems in a two-day time period or less. However, history shows that it wasn't always that easy for the Postal Service to get mail out to the people. When the country started expanding west in the 1800s after the Louisiana Purchase, getting the mail out became even more of a challenge. Then after the gold rush of 1848, more people began moving out to the western part of the country, causing a spike in demand for mail carriers. In the 1850s, most mail traveled across the country via wagon trains. However, these wagons full of mail were often targets for ambushes and theft, forcing the Postal Service to find better ways to get the mail out to the people in the Wild West. The answer seemed to be to bring mail to certain central locations and then contract out independent carriers to deliver mail to the more rural regions. In 1860, the Pony Express was formed by William H. Russell. Russell hired cowboys who were willing to risk the dangers of robbers in traversing through Native American lands to deliver mail across the country. The Pony Express only lasted for a year and a half, but it started a trend of independent mail carriers getting contracted to ride mail via horseback. But once the mountainous regions of Colorado started getting populated due to mining activity, carrying mail on horseback presented more challenges. Many of the roads in the high mountains were rough, narrow, and had steep cliff drop-offs. Most mail carriers were successful bringing the mail to mountain mining towns on horseback until the snow hit during the winter time. In the winter months, taking mail on horseback was virtually impossible, so another method had to be devised. In the 1850s, the Scandinavian miners taught people in the high Colorado mountains how to make skis with long pieces of wood and poles. The original Norwegian snowshoes consisted of two pieces of wood that were 10 to 14 feet long, four inches wide, and an inch or two thick. Once people realized that they could traverse the snowy mountains on skis, they began to use skis to deliver mail during the winter. By 1880, it was reported that there were around 50 skiing postmen in the state. Some of these skiing postmen are now recognized as the first pioneers of Colorado. Father John Dyer is now recognized as one of Colorado's founders. In the 1830s, John Lewis Dyer took his family west to Wisconsin to work in the lead mines. Then one day, while he was inside the mine, an accident occurred which filled the mine with poisonous gases that nearly suffocated Dyer. While he was clinging on for his life inside the mine, the story says that Dyer had a spiritual encounter when, quote, God spoke to him and told him to become a preacher and spread the word of God. Dyer then quit his mining job and went on the road preaching to various communities in Wisconsin and Minnesota. While he was preaching on the road, some Norwegian immigrants taught him how to ski to make his job easier in the winter. Shortly after, Dyer then decided to move to Colorado to continue his preaching work. Once he got to the state, he realized that there were several mining communities in the high mountains where things like gambling, drinking, and prostitution were popular. Dyer then made it his goal to go out into the mining towns and preach the word of God. 
Often, Dyer would set up a tent in the middle of town or set up inside a saloon to preach. However, Dyer quickly found out that preaching didn't put food on the table for his family, so he decided to, to deliver mail to the mountain communities while preaching for some extra cash. In the winter, Dyer would put on his skis to traverse his mail-slash-preaching route between Breckenridge and Leadville. Since Dyer was a Methodist, he did not call himself Father, but as he grew popular in the mining communities, local gave him the nickname Father Dyer because he was older than most of the miners and was known to be a really nice guy. Dyer was also famous for purchasing an old hotel in a mining town and using horses to drag it to fair play to be the home of his first church. Dyer also built a church in Breckenridge that is still in operation today. A stained glass picture of Dyer can be seen at the state capitol, naming him as one of the founders of Colorado. Postman Al Johnson is now recognized as one of the pioneers of skiing as a sport. Al Johnson lived in a town in the mountains called Crystal, and he soon became famous for delivering mail on skis in the wintertime. Every week, Johnson would strap anywhere between 25 and 50 pounds of mail to his back while he delivered mail from Crystal to Crested Butte. The route that Johnson took was 17 miles of some of the roughest terrain in the area. The route started at around 9,000 feet in elevation and went through what many said were some of the most dangerous avalanche conditions in the state. However, Johnson's experience skiing through the mountains with mail strapped to his back ended up paying off when locals in the area started having ski races for money. Due to Johnson's skiing skills he required while delivering, he was very successful while racing. The locals in the area then named an annual ski race after Johnson that traverses a similar route he took to deliver mail. The Al Johnson Memorial Uphill Slash Downhill Telemark Ski Race starts at the top of Mount Crested Butte and still takes place to this day. Tragedies while delivering mail on skis were not uncommon. According to an article published in the Fort Morgan Times in 1891, about 50 people a year would die trying to deliver mail through the mountains in the wintertime in Colorado. The article also featured a tragic story of how Swede mail carrier Swan Nilsson's life came to a sudden end. Nilsson was a well-known postman in the Silverton area who worked the route from Silverton to Ophir. On December 23, 1882, a blizzard swept through the area, making his steep, treacherous route extra dangerous to traverse. The locals in Ophir cautioned Nelson and told him not to take the venture, saying that the conditions were too bad and that delivering mail on his route would be too dangerous. But Nelson refused because it was only two days before Christmas and he wanted to make sure the residents of Ophir were able to receive their Christmas gifts. Then the next day, the residents of Ophir were shocked when Nilsson never showed up with their holiday mail. Christmas and New Year's came and went, and nobody still had seen or heard from Nilsson. People went out a few times to search for the postman, but nobody was able to track him down. Then, a rumor circulated in the area when someone claimed to have seen Nilsson at a saloon in Leadville. This rumor angered the residents of Ophir because it was believed that Nilsson stole all of their mail and took off. The next summer came, and a big search party was sent out to find the lost mail carrier, but no trace of him was found. It wasn't until the next summer, in 1885, where there was another search party was sent out. 
Then, on August 13, 1885, about 20 months after he went missing, a search party used shovels and picks to dig under a snowbank where they found Nilsson's body. While retrieving his body, the search party discovered that all of Ophir's Christmas mail was still strapped to his back. The mail was then saved and put on display at the Postal Inspector's office in Denver to remind everyone how dangerous of a job delivering mail could be. Thank you for listening. This is Tommy Allen, and on behalf of our host today, Trevor Phipps, have a great day. And should you find yourself with some mail and a set of skis, Today, just put the skis aside and head for the nearest post office or mailbox. We'll see you next time for more stories from the Midland. Tragedies while delivering mail on sky... On skies. <laughs> There's a blooper for you. <laughs>